Welcome everyone to our lesson on the passive. Thanks for tuning in. To distinguish between the active voice and the passive voice, all one needs to do is to look at the sentence and ask yourself the question, what is the focus of the sentence? In the sentence, millions of people read the magazine, the focus is on the people. In the following sentence, the magazine is read by millions of people, the focus is on the magazine. We form the passive by using the correct form of the verb to be, plus the past participle form of the main verb. Examples of passive sentences are the following. It is written in 18 different languages. It was published in 1920. When do we use the passive? First, we use the passive when it is not important or when you do not know who the person or thing that is doing the action. Example, Reader's Digest was founded in 1920. You don't know who founded it. Second, we also use the passive when the identity of the agent is clear from the context. Example, the magazine is printed in many languages. It is assumed that a magazine is printed by a machine, so it is unnecessary to mention it. Third, we use the passive when we want to avoid mentioning the agent. For example, some mistakes were made in that article on Bolivia. We know who made the mistakes, but we don't want to blame the person who made them. Fourth, we use the passive with by if you mention the agent. For example, that article was written by a world-known psychologist. Let's now take a closer look at the agent. We mention the agent when we introduce necessary new information, such as in this example. John Delgado is a famous sports writer. Recently, he was hired by International Sports to write a monthly column. As you can see, we had to name John's new employer because it is new information. We also mention the agent when the agent is the name of someone who created something. For example, the soccer article was written by John Delgado. The cotton gin was invented by Eli Whitney. Lastly, we mention the agent when the agent is a surprising fact. For example, our windows are washed by a household robot. Now let's take a look at how the passive voice is formed with modals. What are modals first? Modals are verbs that modify other verbs. The most common modals are can, should, and must. How do we form it? After a modal, form the passive by using the base form of the verb to be plus the past participle form of the main verb. For example, the shuttle will be used to launch the space station. The launch won't be postponed. The crew must be given cross-cultural training. Decisions should not be made too quickly. In the next few slides, we will learn to differentiate when to use specific modals. For the modal will, we use it in the passive to talk about the future. For example, it will be launched very soon. They will be notified as soon as we know the launch date. He won't be appointed until next year. 
Now for can and could in the passive voice, we use it to express present or past ability. For example, the blast off can be seen for miles. It could be seen very clearly last year. It could not be avoided. For the modals could, may, might, and can't in the passive, we use these modals to express future possibility or impossibility. Here are some examples of how these modals are used to express just that. It could be launched very soon. French scientists may be invited to participate. The effects of weightlessness might be studied extensively. It can't be done. Now for the modals have to, should, and must in the passive, we use these modals to express advisability, obligation, and necessity. For example, the crew should be prepared to deal with cultural differences. Everyone must be consulted before decisions are reached. Passive causatives. We use this structure to talk about having something done by another person or thing. Take a look at the following examples. I always have my taxes done at RH Brock. Last year, I got my hair cut only twice. Next week, I'm going to have my windows washed. I had them washed a long time ago. You will get the car checked. We form the passive causative with the appropriate form of the verb have or get, plus the object, plus the past participle. The passive causative can be used in all tenses and with modals. Just a quick review, everyone. Remember, we use the passive causative to talk about services that you arrange for someone to do for you. Example, I used to do my own taxes, but now I get them done. Be careful, though, to not confuse the simple past causative with the past perfect tense. I had it done last week is an example of a simple past causative statement because you had someone do it for you. Whereas, I had it done before is an example of a statement in the past perfect because you did it yourself. One last thing about the passive causatives before we end. To get something done and to have something done have the same meaning. However, in formal writing, we usually use the verb have. Well, this is all for now. Thanks again for tuning in.